You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 616. Oh. <laughs> Why would you do that to me? Why would you not be paying attention to know we're not that we didn't just do 665? Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> Holy moly. Hey everybody. Alright, so we're back on... Uh, Florida. So we did 100 places in Florida. And like I said, since we're going to be in Florida during this time, we're going to keep the ball rolling. And these are going to be haunted places in St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. The city of St. Augustine in Florida has a number of monikers. It's deemed to be one of the most haunted places in the entire United States, as well as being called the nation's oldest city. People who live in the city and those that visit enjoy all the history and adventures that the city offers. The city also offers the novice ghost hunter as well as the more professional ghost hunters with the opportunity to explore any number of places considered haunted. Join us as we take a closer look at some of the most haunted places in St. Augustine. I gotta quit talking like that because that's what uh, everybody gets on Aaron Mankey about talking like that in a cadence. Yeah. So, I can't help it. They know what's right. That don't go with you. I'm just saying, that's the way I talk on most of these stories but just that cadence of breaking up sentences is what he does that everybody mm-hmm. criticizes right so, so don't do it well i like doing it like that so i talk when i tell these stories anyways the first one we're going to talk about is casa de la paz in the early 1900s the casa de la paz served as a bed and breakfast in the area people who had the opportunity to stay in the queen isabella room may have sensed the presence of someone else in the room it's believed that after losing her husband, Miss Mabel remained in the room until she died a short time later. People who have been in that room say Miss Mabel moves objects around and sometimes is seen holding a suitcase, inquiring of the shocked guests when they would be leaving. There's also a ghost of a man with a handlebar mustache and a young boy that has been spotted in the former bed and breakfast. Interesting. The second is Flagler College, Ponce de Leon Hall. Ponce de Leon. Long before Ponce de Leon Hall became part of Flagler University, it was Ponce de Leon Hotel. It is said that on the fourth floor of the building lived Henry Flagler's mistress. Many students and staff members who have seen that floor of Ponce de Leon Hall claim that it's possible to catch a glimpse of Henry Flagler's face. Just his face? Just his face. Many of the paranormal activity revolves around his mistress's former room. There is such an eerie and uneasy feeling in that room that no one will stay in it. The lights in the room randomly turn off and on as well. Furthermore, people have heard that what sounds like a woman crying in the room as well as other odd noises. This looks like fun and I don't know if I can pronounce it. 26 Toke Place. T-O-Q-U-E. That sounds right. Could be Tuck. Could be Toke. The house that resides at 26 Toke Place once served as servants' quarters. It was moved to its current location after the main house on the estate burned to the ground. People have experienced different activity in the home. There are stories saying that the walls bleed while a mirror in one of the home's bathrooms displays the word hi randomly. Ghost hunters have said that they have witnessed the ghost of an old woman on the property as well as seeing a little girl who has been shot in the head and a little boy sitting on the front steps. Oh my goodness. That's horrifying. 
It's not the typical ghost that you see. No. Although the activity had stopped for a time, renovations to the property appeared to have caused the paranormal activity to return. As usual, the old jail. Henry Flagler did not have comfort in mind when he built the old jail. He had his hand in everything, didn't he? He sure did. The old jail, which opened in 1891, housed both male and female criminals in some of the most inhumane conditions imaginable. They were, like, together, housed together? I don't, well, they were in the same jail. I don't think they were, like, in the same rooms like, together, probably. Right, well, probably not. But. but even back then, a lot of times, they were, it was completely separate jails. So. Mm-hmm. People died at the old jail by execution as well as illnesses caused by the old jail's living conditions. The number of ghost sightings and paranormal experiences are so numerous at the old jail, it is no wonder it is amongst the most haunted places in St. Augustine. Ghost hunters who have explored the old jail have experienced everything from hearing the sounds of disembodied voices to hearing moaning, shouting, and even footsteps. I said even. I know that you did. I'm leaving it in. Even is close. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Are you tired, honey? I'm tired. To add to the eeriness of the footsteps, people have heard what sounds like chains attached to the moving feet. People have made claims that they were pushed or tripped by a ghost when visiting one of the women's cells. Different apparitions have been spotted around the jail. One was spotted in the kitchen hallway, one was in a chair, while another disappeared into a wall. So there you go. That sounds terrible. Yeah. And we have more from St. Augustine that we will get to tomorrow. All right, baby. All right, we'll talk to you later. Love y'all. guys welcome to episode 617 of hillbilly shorts hello everybody so we're back with more haunted saint augustine and this is a recent development since the we recorded the last last episode we had decided that we were changing our itinerary a little bit we were originally just going to the gulf side of florida over to clearwater area but we started thinking about it after doing some of this and and looking at some of these things we've decided to take a couple of days and actually go up to saint augustine to see the sites and we've booked a ghost tour for friday night which when you're hearing this it will be thursday night so Mm -hmm. when you're hearing this tomorrow night we have a ghost tour at the saint augustine lighthouse fun city yeah, I am extremely excited about that, <laughs> to say the least. Well, I know you are. It's it's actually um, one of my bucket lists of places to go, so I'm okay. excited. All right. So with that being said, we're going to talk about some more haunted places in St. Augustine to pick up from where we were yesterday. The place we'll start off with is Castillo de San Marcos. Por favor. That's Hola, not really part of it. I thought that Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, cinco, seis. <laughs> so in your face. If you want to see one of the oldest and creepiest places in St. Augustine, when you then you need to venture to Castillo de San Marcos. History buffs and ghost hunters alike head to the old fort that has been around since 1672. Mm. The old fort saw numerous bloody battles over the years. It also has a dungeon that was utilized on multiple occasions. According to people who have ventured to the location, visits to the dungeon have left people feeling physically ill, while others have gotten goosebumps or felt a cold wind. Man alive, that's a lot. 
Some ghost hunters and visitors have been spot have even spotted a uniformed soldier looking out at the ocean when the sun is either rising or setting. It's not uncommon for people visiting to capture ghosts, odd lights, unusual mists, and orbs in videos and photographs. On nights where the weather is rather stormy, a light in the water tower shines bright. For the ghost hunters, this is a thrilling experience as no power source of any kind goes to that particular light. So, Maybe it's the moon. No, it's an actual physical light. <laughs> 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 this is one that I actually, we touched on this uh, on one of the occasions when we did hunt at St. Augustine, did the story. It's the old Spanish military hospital. So it was built in the 18th century, then reconstructed roughly 50 years later. The Spanish military hospital is no stranger to ghostly sightings and unusual paranormal activity. People who have worked in the hospital or even those who have visited claim that they often feel as though they were being watched and that an evil presence fills the hospital. Some attribute these feelings to the trauma and death suffered by patients in the hospital. Others attribute it to the fact that it was built over in the Indian burial ground belonging to the Timucuan tribe. Don't these people know better than this already? I don't think they knew that at the time. Oh, they didn't know they built it over that? They no. didn't know it was there? Oh. I don't think so. But I remember when we did the, the story on this one, they had like really bad sewer problems. Mm-hmm. Like water, the, all the water pipes and all that were problems. And I think that's why they had to tear the original building down and rebuild it was to redo all the piping and plumbing and, and all that. And I think at that time is when they realized that they started digging oh. that it was a burial ground. So I'm going back on memory on that. There have been sightings of misty figures that appear to be former patients in their hospital gowns. Beds have displayed the outline of a person lying on them. Then no one has gone near the beds. Furthermore, hearing screams, moans, and people crying is not unheard of when visiting the hospital. Hmm. That needs to be one of the places we go to. No, that's too heartbreaking for me. Well, you won't realize it's heartbreaking. It'll just be a building to you. I don't know, but to know what happened there, it's heartbreaking. The Casablanca Inn. It's a wonderful location where people could enjoy views of Matanzas Bay. It's an early years. In its early years, the older woman who owned the inn fell on rough times. As a result, she befriended bootleggers. To let them know if the coast was clear, she would shine a light from one of the second-story windows. It's not uncommon to see a light shining brightly from that same window today. The key difference is that the light comes from a lantern that no one is physically holding. Guests who have stayed in the inn claim lights on lamps not plugged in would turn on. There are also numerous unexplained sounds and the feeling someone is in the room with you. That's spooky. We should have stayed at that hotel. Are you just trying to get us possessed? Are you trying to have somebody come home with us? I think that's on your bucket list. I got plenty of room in that bucket. <sighs> so, anyways, that's our stories. Of course, I would say something about the lighthouse, but we did that, I think, yesterday. Yeah. So. Well, um, just or, say prayers for us. That's all we say. We're going to be on the road a lot, so just please keep a 
prayer going that we are good and that we don't bring no daggone demon home with right. us. Right, and Tracy won't be driving, so we don't need prayers in that direction. Yes, we do. You can, you can use those in other, other ways. <laughs> yeah, so. whatever. All right, guys, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Love you. Hey, guys, if you like what you just heard, we do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.